All right, welcome back to another episode of Just Jostling Around. Today, my guest, Nick Allen. Hello. Thank you for saying yes. Thanks for having me. Um, sorry it took 40 years for this. I'm just kidding. It felt like, I felt like <laughs> uh, I canceled like three times, and I was like, he's going to slash my tires if I do it. No, I, everybody loves canceled plans. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing better than just not having to right. do the thing. <laughs> yeah, well, it's perfect. <laughs> but I felt bad, but I was like, no, we're going to follow through. Um, I wanted to ask you, you had the show at Backswing. Yes. Was that this over this last week or the weekend before? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. With the blazing mat. How'd that go? Gary Curtis and I did. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun doing those shows. I have, I've, I've yet to see it, and I'm very curious. I have no idea what it is or like the mm-hmm. format of it. There's really not one. <laughs> like, we just, we get up, Gary and I, um, but we're friends, and yeah. we get up and, can we swear on this? You can swear. You can do a lot. Okay, first we'll get up and <laughs> yeah, we'll fuck with each other, fuck with the crowd, whatever. Yeah. And then a lot of times we'll have a comic go up and do just time in the middle. Yeah. So Ben Putz did about like 15, 20 minutes at that show. And it kind of helps comics usually because what Gary and I are doing is very unstructured. Yeah. So by the time we bring that other comic up, people are like, oh, finally, somebody has some, some actual jo- <laughs> jokes. So, yeah, we've been having a blast. And anytime we've tried to go into one of those shows planning something, like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do this. It just, it feels forced yeah. and canned and it, it doesn't work. So it, it's a little nerve wracking beforehand. Because, you know, doing stand-up shows, you know, okay, I'll do this, this, this. You know, anything can happen. But you have some general idea of what you're going to do. But those shows, there's nothing. It's just going up there riffing yep. and just talking to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was, When was the first time you guys did that show? We did that, um, it would have been March, I think, because what happened was we'd had a show booked at uh, Old Mill Lounge, a bar here in Omaha, mm. and as it turned out, that was the same, it ended up being the same night Creighton was in the Sweet 16. Mm. So there were like 12 people in this bar. They wouldn't turn the game off the TV. It was on in the background and shit. Yeah. So there weren't very many people there. Gary did his set. It went as well as it could have gone. And then during my set, he was just sitting off to the side and I said something and he responded to it, and the crowd laughed. And I was like, you just want to come up here nice. and do this? So we did that with, like, one mic. We're like, that was fun. Let's yeah. do it again. So now we just do the same thing, basically, with two mics. That's dope. I love it. I, I'm I'm going to come um, on the 15th to the Funny Bone to nice. check you guys out there. Uh, I will say, don't take this the wrong way, I laughed so hard at the Funny Bone flyer for it because I feel like they picked the most polished picture of Gary and then probably the oldest picture I've ever seen of you. Really? <laughs> I, it made me giggle. I was like, I whoever made that. <laughs> what is it? If it's a standing together, that was like no, oh. it, no. It was definitely two cropped images together. Oh, and, nice! I don't think I've seen that. That's it's funny. really funny. Oh my gosh! But uh, yeah, no, I'm very excited to see it. Uh, I will say uh, during because um, there's a lot of regulars that go to the backswing show, and mm-hmm. during Putz's set. Uh, Someone in the audience took a picture of Putz and sent it to me and was just like, missing you. <laughs> That's <laughs> and funny. it felt really good to send nice. a Putz, yeah. <laughs> just like to knock him off his pedestal a little That's bit. That's awesome. Will this be out before the 15th? Yeah, this will come out on Friday. Cool, perfect. Yeah, so Gary Curtis and I were doing that show, late yeah. show at the Funny Bone in Omaha that Friday. Then that Saturday, we're going to be doing the same thing in Barleycorns in Wichita. Heck yeah. And then we'll be in Lincoln on Saturday, December 23rd at the Grotta. Yep. Because I just I just checked your websites of dates and we'll definitely make sure to link those and link social media so oh, we can find you. So yeah, definitely. This is very professional. I know it's kind of something. Uh, I like it. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really fun. Um, so I did have a question though. So like I feel like you've always just done your own thing as far as like shows go. Mm-hmm. Like you always just produce your own stuff. When did that start? Like when were you just like I'm just gonna start taking this and doing it myself wherever. Um. Kind of once I had the time. Yeah. And if nobody else books you, you don't really have much of a choice. It's kind of, yeah. (laughs) I know. Once you make it through like the small circuit of shows, you're just like, well, now I'm just going to go wherever, whoever wants me. Yeah. And it really, one of the first times I did that, I was sitting at the bar at the Funny Bone Mm -hmm. um, during the, hosting a show during the headliner set or whatever. And somebody, somebody who ended up being like friends with Rachel, she orders a bar. She's like. Orders a Bud Light or whatever, and she's yeah. like, oh, that's a lot cheaper at my bar. So my head turns. I'm like, oh, mm. where's your bar? Persia, Iowa. And I'd done small town shows and stuff, but I'm like, all right, let's do something there. And yeah. then radio going on Todd and Tyler really helps with that because they've got, um, you know, the signals they're on have a big reach. Oh, so I major. do the majority of 
my shows in areas where I can promote them on there and people might have, there might be some people that have some idea yeah. who you are and, and come out. And then I can be home. I've had mm-hmm. three kids at home, so yeah, as no, much as I annoy them sometimes, it's nice to you know be, be around your family. Be there. No, that's great. No, Tom, the reach I've seen off of like shows, like, I mean, I'm just speaking from backswing shows that have been promoted for backswing on there and like the crowd turnout is always on point. Yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah. Um, when did you transition into like full time stand up? Um, well, I guess when did you start doing comedy? Sorry. It was 2006. Mm hmm. A long time ago. George yeah. Bush was president. I was so make uh, me sound old? five years <laughs> it's been old. It's a long time. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, uh, that's insane. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been a long time. <laughs> so yeah, I started doing it then. And that makes me feel super old. I'm so old. sorry. Yeah. Once I said it, I was like, oh, God. Right. I'm <laughs> I would have been going to Duffy's and you're going to kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Don't think about it. Right. I can't. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And then when I started, Duffy's was the only open mic there was. Really? So if anybody was doing stand up in the area, you knew them because they they were at Duffy's. Mm -hmm. And then it's different now. Yeah. No, I feel like the open mic scene is solely in Omaha. I mean, there's Duffy's is still going and there's Storm Cellar in Lincoln, but I don't know. I feel like everyone's here. Yeah. And you live in Lincoln, right? I live in Lincoln like a dumbass. (laughs) And I, I commute to Omaha almost daily. Really? Yeah, which I just, I think probably, I'm waiting for maybe after winter, and I'm, I'll probably make the move back, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is where it's going on, I guess. You moved to Omaha? I don't know, though, but I, like, it, it, here's where Lincoln's I Lincoln's kind of more fun. Lincoln is cool. Lincoln yeah. is, I, I love the spot I have in Lincoln, but also it's like, if I'm going to move, do I want to move back to Omaha, or do I just want to try moving? Bounce. Bounce yes. to another city. <laughs> Leave. Well, if this is something you want to do, like that makes the most sense. Have you're you... going to have to do that at some point. I know. It's. Uh, I mean, that, I feel like it leads me to a good question. Though. Have you done? Have you done any major moves for comedy, or you no. just worked out of Omaha? I had two kids before I started doing stand up. Really? Yeah. So it just wasn't a. No, it wouldn't. Yeah. I'm not going to. And it wouldn't have been something where I could like make money. Did it would have been tough. And yeah. I don't know. It's just not something. Which I feel like happen. that's the advantage of living here is because it's like you can figure out ways to make money and live off of doing it here. Whereas like I know I, I and it's not even like I'm, I'm I'm definitely not making a lot of money comedy wise. But I just know if I go on either coast or I go to a bigger city, I'll be in the net negative trying to do stand up. So yeah, but just, there's a lot of opportunity out there. No, you're right. All right. That's it. I'm moving to either Kansas City, Denver or just i don't know chicago i'm getting out yeah right <laughs> those are my top three it makes um, sense and i always feel weird about that when people have asked over the years like what do you know, i want to do this what do i do i'm like leave leave <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah it's also it's just so scary too i feel like i don't know i feel like also like my roots as far as like networking go are just so like i feel good here mm-hmm. and i feel like it's the idea of having to start over and just be like no one somewhere else, which is scary. But then, you know, I feel like once you do your time there, you you look back and you're like, wow, I have grown since being. Yeah. yeah. There's been so many people that have come through Omaha. If you end up moving somewhere, there's people Somebody, you would know. Yeah. Which is. Or what, know people who know people. You'd be like, hey, keep an eye out for her. Yeah. Help her out. And if you do that, like the worst thing that could happen is it's a miserable failure. Right? Yeah, no, that's the worst. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I guarantee you all this stuff in Omaha and Lincoln will be here when When you get back. (laughs) It might look a little different, but yeah, it's not going anywhere. No, this is true. It's it's hard to do for me. I'm not somebody that's comfortable. Like, I need to get more comfortable, like, putting myself out there on social media. Yeah. Putting videos out. Like, I'm very bad at that, but trying to do this from a place like this, you, you have to. So I have to get over just, you know, hating my face and my voice and all that and be like... Just getting putting on, it out. That sucks, though. Social media is so freaking insane with, like, I mean, what that can do. I mean, people coming through the funny bone right now are people that have, like, just blown up on TikTok and have gotten a lot of success, I feel like. Like, I don't know. I feel like social media is just a huge challenge, and most people are just outsourcing it to, like, uh, like I'll pay someone else to, to deal with it. 
Yeah, well, I'm old. Like, you grew up with this shit. I don't know. Like, what was the one? I tried to download Snapchat on my phone, and that was the one I didn't I didn't understand how yeah. it worked. Because all this stuff is like, oh, it's intuitive. And I'm like, that's not my intuition at all. I have no fucking clue what's happening with this. And there's, I'm out. Yeah. That's what people are. People want, like, clips, reels, all that stuff. I feel like especially, I think that's why, like, I don't reach out to places as much because I'm like I just don't feel like I have like a solid social media presence on my own where it's like I feel like that's what people are looking for when they're booking yeah a lot of times a lot of times but yeah um another uh thing I feel like this is kind of off topic but on topic I feel like you are one of these comics who um you have like a I mean I've tried booking you before you have a flat rate you stick to it I feel like you know you're value and your worth whereas i feel like comics they're like it's either they don't ask for enough or they ask for way too much mm-hmm. like 500 tickets to the chi arena i don't know if you saw that but it made me for laugh. who doc peterson <laughs> no no i'm so he doesn't listen to this podcast he never 500 500 tickets for the <laughs> chi arena and i literally i i I thought it was a prank, um, but yeah, no. So if you guys want to spend five hundred, I do. Doja yeah, can you Cat, send me that link, please? <laughs> Doja Cat tickets are forty two dollars, but you can see Doc Peterson for five hundred. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just saw that again. He doesn't. I want to start saving though. I've been wondering what to get people for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's like that's just. I mean, I, I guess respect the hustle, but how? How do you do that? How do you get into a conversation where you're like, I would like the CHI arena? That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, but I was, where I was leading with that, though, was I was saying, like, at what point in your career do you feel like you were, like, confident and, like, Never. asking? No. No. <laughs> you're just like, let's see. Yeah. Really? I'm just hating my job so much. Yeah. And then once I went up full time on the radio with Todd and Tyler, it, I kind of had to. Yeah. Because it was a lot in the mornings. And mm-hmm. yeah, and as far as like asking for money or whatever, there's a certain amount on Friday or Saturday night. Like there's a certain amount I have to make. Yeah. So I don't have to go back to the cube. Yeah. Is that what you were you were doing an office job? Yeah. Before? I was a pharmacy technician just like sitting in a cube. I wasn't oh. like standing behind a counter or whatever. But yeah. Still. It's brutal. Yeah. Fluorescent lighting. Is this fluorescent? No. This is nice. Enough. This is a lot brighter. Uh, yeah. No. This doesn't count. <laughs> no. But, all right, yeah, just, I, I feel like there's been a few instances where I've um, been, like, asked, like, okay, well, what's your budget? And I always feel like I have the worst imposter syndrome asking for a certain amount to, like, do something. Because it's, like, what are my credentials? Like, what is, like, I what what can I physically give them that's, like, I deserve this? Yeah. So I, I always feel like that's hard for comics to figure out, like, how much they should be asking for and... Yeah, and it's always an awkward conversation to bring up with other comics because it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It, I feel like it's not talked about a lot. Like some of that depends on what it is. Sure. Like if it's something you want to do, like take less for it. If it's something you're gonna dread and you hate it, ask for ask for more, whatever. Yeah. It depends. Like that happens a lot with like corporate shows. Mm-hmm. If you don't corporate shows, no, I, no they're no, not no. a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, like some people are good at them, but like I'm not. And so whatever whatever they want, I just ask for an amount that when I'm leaving that show, not feeling good about myself, be like, at least that check is this. Are they that bad? Is it just... They can be. Is it like... I and feel I'm not a dude that's like a good fit for those, really. But I'll do your party if you want to hit me up. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I always feel like uh, those gigs, they just want... They want to clean. I remember like one lady approached me after a show and she was like, I like what you did. And I, I, she was like, I'd want to book you for a corporate, corporate gig. She was like, can you just do what you did, but just not dirty? And I was like, no. Yeah. I, I did I did lie, though, to her face immediately after. Cause she was like, how much time do you have? She was like, do you have like 45 clean? And I straight face. I was like, yeah, no, I do. Oh, yeah, you always <laughs> do it. I definitely, Zach was standing right behind her when it happened. I felt like he just knew too. But, but <laughs> I just, yeah. That's awesome. And those shows, I won't do more than half an hour. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if it's something I book on my own, I won't do more than half an hour. Mm. And those other shows, you're talking about asking what you're worth. But one, one thing I'll do with these bars is there's a flat fee 
Mm-hmm. And then there's like half the flat fee and I get $5 from whatever they charge at the door yep. or just straight up door. Cause I think that yes. way, if they, if they, do, some of these small towns, especially don't want, they're like, our town won't pay a cover. Like yeah. if there's any cover, nobody's showing up. Yeah. But I think it at least shows them to be like, Hey, I believe enough people are going to be here that if you don't want to put any money down at all, just give me the $10 you take at the door and we'll be set. Yeah. Yeah, and I I feel like when I started producing shows at Backswing, that was, like, something that I learned where it was, like... And honestly, I think we... I mean, the the three shows I did there, we made well more than... Like, we made a lot at the door, and I feel like most times you do get more out from the door. I guess depending... Sometimes. Depending on if you're promoting it, I guess, um, if you're doing good promotion. Other other times, it's, like, definitely uh, brutal, but... Yeah, going into, like, producing shows, I always was... That was, like, all new information to me of, like, you know, getting a percentage of, like... I mean, there's just so many different ways I feel like you can work a a deal with a bar or a venue. Yeah. And making it... And also, I feel like it depends on who you're trying to book at the show as well. Like, if it's, like, a local lineup, I'm like, I don't... (laughs) We'll take the door. We don't... (laughs) We're just happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I feel like when going elsewhere, and it's, like costing you gas it's costing you that's when you start trying to figure out well what's a good ass yeah. price well it's costing you a night and sometimes you'd open the door you know a, a complete door deal and you'd pull up into the town and it's like you know population 348 or whatever you know that yeah. you're like well i hope you know most of the town is here yeah <laughs> i yeah i do like those small towns because especially when they're all everyone it goes to that bar every day and so they're right. there to support and see what's going on um i will say there was a, yeah, I don't know. I've seen, I'm speaking only from experience with Backswing, um, but there was this one comic who he uh, was coming through and they we had done a deal with him where it was a flat rate and then like the second night it was a flat rate plus whatever, part of the door or whatever. Um, oh no, the first night it was just the door. Mm-hmm. But he offered me a set amount um to like feature and also to pick him up from the airport nice and i did it and then we're in the car and he's like we haven't had many pre-sales for the show and so he starts haggling me oh no about the and i was like listen i picked you up like you're gonna have to honor that price it was a very awkward conversation and do you know ben weber Yes. He's just a sweet, sweet child in the backseat. And it was just like... He went with you? Yeah, he went... Because I was like, I'm picking up a man that I've never met right. from the airport. And I offered him part of my payment to just come. Wow. Because I was like, I'm scared. So you can't come that down. You're already in the hole the bed. <laughs> I was like, you're affecting both of us right now. Um, but yeah, that was one of those things where I, I was like... I called Corey, who's the owner of the Lincoln location. I was like, don't ever make a deal like that again and put me uh, in the middle of it. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rhino Flanagan's going to be there this weekend. Are you on no show, that show? No, I'm not. He asked me, but I was like, I'm uh, I'm but I'm like I have music bingo like every day, nice. every day. <laughs> so I, I I'm not doing like barely any comedy this month, um, but I wanted to go check him out. I think I might be able to. On the ninth, that dude is so funny. Is he? Yeah, gosh, I. It's he's from. Where's he from? I know he lives in L.A. now. Okay. He might be from Carolina. I've been listening to his podcast. He has like he's had nine episodes out over three years. It's pretty <laughs> funny. But what if I'm like pretty recent? But he said said he's like a Carolina Panthers fan. I don't know if that's where he's okay. from or not. But yeah, that dude's just original, funny. Yeah. I'm excited. He's yeah. He's doing the show in at the Omaha location uh, for Backswing and Lincoln. So I hope those are turn out good. I feel like Lincoln shows always go way better than Omaha. Sorry. It's so much easier to get people out to shows in Lincoln. Oh my god! I don't know why. Yeah, and also, I mean, I I I have my my qualms with TJ, but <laughs> the Omaha location. I just feel like no matter what way we've done it, it's just so awkward for comedy the way that room is. Built. The way it's set up, yeah, yeah, it's it's so awkward, and so they've wanted me to do um, shows there, and I was like, I just don't want to. I don't know. I've just, I just, I rarely. I mean, I've your shows have had good turnouts, but some of them, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I was like, I, I don't feel like uh, dealing with that, and then also dealing with TJ. So <laughs> I always liked it. Uh, 
Kind of. It is kind of weird though, because <laughs> like the way it's set up, it does have almost like a living room feel to it. Yeah, it's where you're so, like, okay, yeah. I guess I'll just, I'll just go stay into this part of the room and it's we'll like do a this hotel lobby. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like, and also that bar is just massive. I don't know. I feel like I wish we had that bar space in Lincoln in that tap room because I feel like I don't know. I feel like we just get more people. It is weird. The one in Lincoln's very tiny compared so to the other. So small, but. I love doing shows. The only thing that I would change about Lincoln is um, the lighting situation. That yeah. gets on my every last nerve is the lighting. Um, but, you know, nowhere's perfect. I, I'm i just, it's nice to just have a, a place to go and do comedy. Yeah, I've, I've always <laughs> had a lot of fun in both of those places. Yeah. Has there ever been, like, um, gigs that you've shown up to? They just have not been prepared for comedy at all. Like, well, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, especially these small town bars we're going to, it's not something that they normally do. Sure. So we just figure out, you know, which corner to set up in and bring your own equipment. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like the, I, I mentioned this when um, Tyler was on, but when we went to, uh, it was in Grand Island, like in the middle of my set, like all the sound went out oh, no. in the middle. It was, yeah, something I've never dealt with, which it's like, I don't know. I feel like a bar not being prepared can build character. How you oh, handle yeah. that makes you better or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, also when, when we had Taiwan, we were talking about how um, the first gig that we did together, or at least the first gig I did with you was in, it was some coffee shop. Yeah. Was it in Valley? I think it was in Valley. Valley. Mm-hmm. I was so, so nervous. I was so anxious because I was like, there was an older crowd and I yeah. was like, I, I say bad words. And then you were like, no, I'm talking about butt stuff. Don't worry about it. <laughs> right. That's, that was so comforting. <laughs> yeah, that was an odd spot because it was like a coffee shop that would like have booze. Yeah, it was, it was which I think un- I followed them. I think unfortunately they are. They closed. They closed, which sucks because they were so cool. But And that was like my first time doing a, a gig like that where I was like, it wasn't like at the back line or at like you yeah. know, these set places. It was just kind of like, we're here. <laughs> we're going to do it. That's where I do a lot of my shows. Yeah. Some place where you just you know, set the speaker up and... And just rip. That's it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. But I felt like... Uh, I don't know. I always was like... I was comfortable after seeing your set. I was like, all right. It's fine. Because you do a lot of like... It's not... I don't want to call it like... Uh, I don't know how you, I'm not dirt, like dirtier, but it's like, you know, not all crowds. I feel like you get a lot of, do you get a lot of pushback on your material? Not really. Your crowd. Every once in a while, for? people are like, there's one joke that I'll do sometimes that I know people have been groaning at. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like, like there's, there's, that's the only one. And there, I won't do it all the time. Sometimes I'll do it just to fucking hear them groan. If yeah. And not everybody does. And sometimes you won't think they're going to groan or they groan a little. You give them shit for groaning, but yeah. it's not, I'm not like pushing it. It's not, I'm not doing like a lot of graphic. No, this is going into this or this is that like, there's some bodily fluids involved, but yeah. it's not graphic. <laughs> no, true. I just, I feel like, and also I feel like a lot of the times people are coming to the show to see you. They hear you on the radio. They, yeah. they know what they're in for, but mm-hmm. I've always wondered if there's ever been people who are like, we did not know. <laughs> like if there's ever been any kind of, not uh, really. That's, that's good. That's great. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's been, that's happened at like corporate shows and stuff. Really? Yeah. Um, Austin was just telling the story. We had a show. It was like just before COVID. We had a, there was like, we were booked for a corporate gig and it was for this construction company. So before the show, you always did these corporate shows. Like a lot of them will say, Hey, don't do this. Don't say this. We did one for an insurance lady. It was like a Christian real estate company. And she was so weird. We're going to say, God damn it. She had an air horn that she was sitting up in front and she was just going to blast the air horn. If she thought we were going into a, you know, it's something she didn't want discussed. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but this construction show, so before, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, be clean, PG, PG-13, whatever. And like, yeah. I'm not going to do PG's fucking nightmare. But yeah. um, this, we were talking to a couple dudes in the back, and they're like, yeah, it's a construction company. Just let it go. Do whatever. I'm like, oh, perfect. So I get up, and that's what I do. And I do this joke about, um, like, if my, my dad's gay. Yes. So if he would have been comfortable, like, if, he would have been able to come out of the closet. I would have just been a load on some dude's back. And 
I do that, and then Austin, a couple of days later, gets an email from somebody at that company being like, hey, this guy's wife was really upset about that joke. So Austin had to send them an email being like, hey, sorry, Nick said he'd be a load on some dude's back. <laughs> <laughs> but it turns like- out those guys weren't even involved with the booking or anything. So the dudes that were like, yeah, go for it. I'm like, oh, cool. This yeah. is great. Then we don't have to worry about being clean. Perfect. But they were, I think they were just dudes that worked there. <laughs> I also don't understand. Like, I get it. Like, maybe getting it out, being like, hey. But it's like, you already heard it. It, the time, the joke, it's over. Yeah. And you're, st- I'm still gonna do that joke. That's like, I feel like, so it's like, what's the point? Except of just letting someone else know that you're upset. It's and, done days it, later. It, yeah. <laughs> Does it make sense? No, not at all. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, that's, I feel like, um, I feel like I've gotten the most feedback from name drop and backswing a lot. But yeah, backswing. Um, cause it's like, I feel like, we get a very Facebook heavy crowd of just older folks. Um, and the one show that I did there, like after my set, like no one was happy. There no one <laughs> was happy the whole time. And there was one lady, I just, just mean mugging me the whole time. And then afterwards she was like, I just, you're the same age as like my daughter. I just couldn't imagine like my daughter going up there. And I was like, well, you wish your daughter was as cool as me. <laughs> right. That's it. Also, like, you're not her daughter. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> it was one of those things. And she felt bad for me, which I was like, God, maybe I should rework my stuff. Like, I I want to, I don't want to be like a sad puppy. I want people to giggle. Right. But yeah, that was the only time I ever got like feedback where I was like, oh, and then there was, this is a sidebar, but there was one time where after I did a set, there was a guy texting on his phone in front of me, and it was uh, full text. Like, his screen was blown up pretty big. He was texting some girl. She's like, what are you doing? And he was like, uh, just saw some pretty terrible comedy. Damn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, it was so funny. <laughs> it, was at, um, it was at Cigars Lounge in, uh, in Lincoln. It was just I was so good. So good. It was like right after I set too. I was like, perfect. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, never, never got a strongly worded email though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I, I wish I would have seen that email. I yeah. asked Austin to forward it to me. He was like, I don't know where it's at. I don't know if he thought I was Damn gonna <laughs> email them myself or what. <laughs> I like when there's certain comics that like I follow who will post like their mean comments and their DMs and their emails of people just being like threatening. I always, that cracks me up. Yeah. It cracks me up. I always, my wife is good about it. Cause I'm like, I'm going to send this back to this asshole. And she's like, why? Why? Just stop. Nice. I did one recently though. I, I couldn't, sometimes I just can't help it. Yeah. Usually I'll just mute them. The mute button on Twitter is the best. Cause if you block them, they know they're blocked. Oh, Twitter. You're but if you Twitter. mute them, <laughs> if you, if they're muted, they can just send whatever into and, the abyss and you never mm-hmm. see it. Fuck them. What was, can I ask, what was the one that you were going back at? It was, I'd posted a picture of my family on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and then I was like, we, we were just sad. One thing I've been doing with like group pictures is, you know, Brad Stewart. Yeah. Right. So after Brad's memorial thing, people were standing outside and, you know, they took a group picture of the comics. And then comics always like, let's take a wacky picture. What, you want to take a, what am I going to stick my fucking yeah. tongue out? <laughs> like, there's no need to take a wacky picture. So like, let's take a sad one. So everybody took yeah. a sad one. <laughs> so we've been trying to do that at holidays and okay. shit. So when everybody, yeah. you know, family picture, let's get a happy one. and Let's get a sad, sad. one. <laughs> so I put this sad one up. Like, yeah. you know, we're looking. My family's great. Like, uh, they're beautiful. So I'm like looking for something to be thankful for. <laughs> and... Then I think Todd and Tyler might have retweeted on their page, but then some guy was like, oh, this fucking unfunny show or whatever. Like, oh. And then I doubt I responded. I'm like, this is how you respond to a dude posting a picture of his family on yeah. Thanksgiving? I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, that's crazy. And then he came back and told me to, he's like, you fuck off. And I'm like, you can't say the same thing I just said to you. You got to say something different. That's like, I feel like that's a definitely a bad comeback for internet beef. Because it's like, it's not happening in real life where you're like, that's the first thing that came out of my mouth. It's like, you have time to sit and think of a rebuttal. Yeah. And that's what you came up with. <laughs> right. He's like, well, what about the same thing you just said? Like, Come on. That's like, that's an argument I would have in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. It doesn't feel though. Twitter. So when you mute people, like if you look at the replies on something, mm-hmm. it'll show you, it'll say like, hey, somebody you've muted, put something 
like posted something on oh, here, sure. and then you can click on it and see. And every time you're like, yeah, of course I muted that asshole. <laughs> You're like, it's never, never something insightful. It. You're like, oh, maybe I should unmute them. Never. I feel like you're honestly one of the few people I know who's still bravely on Twitter. I'm sure that a lot of people oh, are still on cesspool. Twitter. I like, I have a Twitter account. I follow the local news and a stripper that I met. And that's, Perfect. that's it. Right. That's all that I follow. <laughs> I think everybody would be better off if that's all they followed. <laughs> everybody gets two follows. <laughs> But yeah, I just I deleted it. I mean, I liked going on there for the memes and stuff, but it's just now I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I like to see a bunch of like football information and stuff. True, true. Uh, now they're like promoting Tucker Carlson in my yeah. shit. Like, Come on, I gotta keep up with him. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. And uh, but you can just mute Tucker Carlson. So it's fucking perfect. You can if, mute certain <laughs> words on Twitter too. To keep that oh, okay. That's actually I guess that's not bad. Well, it takes a lot of political shit out. So, like, I don't see yeah. anything that says GOP or abortion nice. or Trump. None of it. That's you can great. do any tweet that pops up with that word, and it is just never going to be in my feed. Maybe I'll download it again. Oh, it's don't. No, no. no. Well, okay, it's not going to get any better. I, I do go back on. Uh, Lauren Vanna got me very into NBA Twitter. Uh, okay. NBA Twitter is so funny to me. And so anytime there's, like, a headline, like when, uh, who was it recently? Oh, my gosh. He put this guy in a chokehold. What's his name? Oh, uh, was it Draymond Green? Draymond Green, yeah. yes. And so I was like, I have to get on Twitter real quick. I, I just have to know what's being said right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was really funny. Um, yeah, Twitter was great the day Henry Kissinger died. That okay. was a big day for Twitter. I saw things about that, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm so majorly uneducated. Number we were one. five in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He was the Secretary of State and Defense... I, maybe at the same time, but like under Nixon, and he was okay. really instrumental in like horrible shit in Vietnam and Cambodia. It was all he's yeah. There's no in a just world that dude would not have lived to be a hundred years old. He's a <laughs> fucking piece of shit. But it was a great day on Twitter. Yes, what do you think? It's just it was relentless, People. relentless jokes. I I saw yeah. I mean, from what I saw like on Instagram and stuff, it seemed like a celebration. So I was like. Good. I mean, I'll figure out why we're celebrating later, but good. I'm glad he's gone. I, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anytime there's something crazy in the media, I do have to pop back on, see what's going on. When shit was going down with Lizzo, I had to see. Oh, uh, yeah. They were brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. Yeah, that she got just, shit on a lot. It was just mean. <laughs> Did she recover from that? Oh, God, I have no idea. But uh, I mean, I do, I, I do music bingo. We still play Lizzo. Nice. She's not been. If you're off the playlist, then that's you're canceled for good. Yeah. She's still on. Right. <laughs> she's not getting the Super Bowl halftime show. No. But she's still on the music bingo. <laughs> yeah. You have to. You have to take your L's um, sometimes, but she'll be fine. She'll give it a year. Uh, she'll be fine. She'll yeah, recover. I think she'll so. come out with a book, a documentary, right. or a song about it. Yeah, and everyone will bump it and be like, "We loved you the whole time." Right. Pull up those tweets where they were brutally body shaming her. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, so when I you put out a live twenty two like was that like a year ago? Yeah, about a year mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. yeah, hit number one on iTunes. It did. Which congratulations oh, on thanks. that. That's awesome. Um, what did you after? How long had you been working on that hour? A long time. Yeah. What, fucking that, 15 years or Was whatever? that your first album that you put out? Or you put yeah. Out? Yeah. I tried to, but, you know, I'm never, I'm not good at, like, the technical stuff. Yeah. Even, and now I guess the audio is not up to part even, like, submit it to fucking Sirius. So I should have, like, done, I should have done better on that part, too. But, um, yeah, it was finally just, like, I need to do this mm -hmm. and just put it out. Yep. Because I tried to do a video, but... Oh, that sound wasn't good. And in the video that night that I wanted to like record it, I'm like, oh, I'll put this out. Uh, the shirt I was wearing was like way too tight. <laughs> so when we left home, when I left my house, my wife was with me. I'm like, is this shirt too tight? And she's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, okay. And I was kind of worried about it. I'm like, fine, whatever. Show was great. And then I get the video from it, and you can just see my tits. The whole that's all I can see when I'm watching the oh video. And I'm like, I can't do anything with this. So I had the video that I would like send it to, it was like unlisted on YouTube. So I'd send it to mm -hmm. people who are trying to book shows like, oh, here's this. I finally just made it public like yeah. a couple days ago. So I'm like, the jokes are bad. It's a decent show. Like That's there's some weird crowd work shit at the end. Like 
at the end of that, um, towards the end of that set, there was a dude sitting at one of those tables right up front at the Funny Bone. Yeah. And he, instead of like standing up and walking in between the tables to go to the bathroom, he just like scoots his ass across the stage and leaves that way. That's nuts. <laughs> I'd never, I've, I've seen a lot of shows there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's all on that video, but I don't know. I'm like, I don't know, promote only, anything. And, it would only happen when you were recording something important. Yeah, right? <laughs> I thought so. But instead it was like the fucking B-Cup video. And I'm like, I can't do anything with this. I d- clothes, is so, clothes on stage are just so, like, I really try to keep it simple I don't go crazy because it's mm-hmm. like that's when I don't know it just it, yeah pictures I'm like god I can never wear I can never wear that again right I'll get self-conscious about that you like <laughs> feel like I, my gut's a little smaller than that. somebody will send a picture you'll see like, something you're like ah oh, damn it maybe I need to work on my posture and diet <laughs> everything yeah that's the one thing it. I hate is when someone because like I, I feel like I'm nice when I take pictures of other comics I'll take a couple mm. different ones, maybe consult them after and be like, hey, what do you like? I'm going to post this. Yeah. Or wait for a punchline so yeah. the crowd's laughing yes. and instead of people just like <laughs> staring at them. People will. I, 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 okay. Not to just bash on. But men do take the absolute worst pictures. I went to. I did shows in Casey and the comics there were taking pictures of me. Men. The worst <laughs> angles. I'm in the middle of talking and they're posting it, tagging me in it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's. <laughs> the worst i'm like you know i'm just gonna wear a smock on stage for <laughs> i'm not doing this um but back to uh alive 22 um when how soon did you just start working did you start building a new are you building a new hour currently yeah there's still i don't know maybe 10 12 minutes of that that i'm which i've doing seen now. i've seen your set and there's i mean a bunch of new stuff that i've really enjoy it oh, um and are you in a rush to like put out something no else following you just want to no i think i need to start i want to start putting out just more like short videos or yeah just putting up jokes even if it's not you know part of a special or whatever and just kind of seeing where it ends up because i do need more material but i think part of one thing that's been happening after doing all these plays and mic shows with Gary yeah. is that I'll get up and there's sometimes I won't do like a sing I won't do a set set at some of these bar shows, especially if it's like a town I've been to recently, or if I look out and there's a bunch of familiar faces in the crowd, then yep. I'll fucking talk to the crowd. Yeah. Or there's some shows you go to and you know, you start doing jokes. You're what two three jokes in and they're just not into not, jokes. Yeah. Like all right, they just what's want. going on? Yeah. <laughs> <Talk> <laughs> <to> <laughs> <me>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just uh, was that Dan Cook who would just like get down on people's level and be like, "Why isn't this working?" But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like that's good. I also feel like, are you recording uh, your sets when you are up there with Gary? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I feel like yeah. those would just make for amazing. Like, I mean, just uh, you get a bunch of clip outs from them. Yeah, yeah, we've put a couple up. And, yeah, yeah, Gary, he's good about like going through and doing it. Yeah. I don't know if you trust me to do that. He hasn't sent me the video. Well, <laughs> I'm probably not the dude to be trusted to go through and pull clips. <laughs> if you guys uh, ever need someone to help with editing or oh, nice. pulling clips, perfect. Pull me. Thanks. But <laughs> no, that's and I, I, I feel like I, I don't know. I feel like that's what audience are ex- they're expecting coming to shows though. Now is like just crowd work and. I don't know. It's sometimes I'm just like, this is my set. It's just a one-sided conversation. Hope you can find yeah. something to like. Yeah. Uh, there's like, I don't do like a lot of like, where do you work? Shit like that. God, but I like, if I'm talking about my kids, I want to know like, who yeah. has, does anybody have kids and think it's going well? Yes. Shit like that. Like how old are your kids? Did your, like my oldest son's moving out soon. I'd like, yeah. and I really, instead of trying to, you know, mine their occupation for joke or whatever, yeah. a lot of it, I just genuinely want to talk to somebody about their experience with that. And yes. hopefully that leads to a joke. And if it doesn't, if I can well, stop talking. And I, I love that. That was something that, and I've said this to Putz's face, but that was something I gave him so much shit for was because I felt like every time I would see him get up, that was always like his, what do you do for work? What do you do for? And I was like, bro, you gotta do it. And it would, it would always segue back into the same joke. 
And I gave him so much shit for it. I made a little uh, magnet on my fridge making fun of him. Then nice. Says, what do you do for That's work? commitment. Yeah, no, I... But- I <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Um, but, yeah, I, and to to his whatever, I he's working on it. So, he's... It, Good. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. That dude's fun. He he is fun. He's a good time. Um, I wanted to talk about your new podcast. Yes. Next window, please. It's very special. Yeah. I uh, did you? I saw the promo for it, but you did you do the live one with Will Doherty? Yes. How did that go? It was fun. Yeah. I mean, there were what two, three people in the crowd. <laughs> it sounds like more though because it's like yeah. it was a bigger room and people clapping whatever yeah the live one was fun and since then I've just done solo ones last night I recorded I I don't know why I feel like it's an accomplishment but I've done 11 in a row that's, no, that on is. Monday so I'm like no that's you know great. what like I want on Mondays this is gonna yes. be out and I kind of had a format to it where I would talk about whatever is happening and then talk about some fast food and then mm-hmm. do like this clip i have the regional this guy is convinced he's going to be regional manager someday it's all but then last night i just started talking about kiss yeah because they just had their final show and then i ate an edible just before i started recording <laughs> and it you can tell i paused for a second it's like it's like 26 minutes into the thing where i just completely lose my train of thought i'm gonna be like you know what sorry i was wondering when this was gonna kick in it's yeah. now <laughs> and normally i do like different segments and stuff but i was just talking about the band so that it was kind of different yesterday but yeah i don't know where it'll end up or what it'll end up looking like for you know down the road but i i'm having a lot of fun putting it out that's awesome and i feel like honestly doing a solo pod which was like when i started this podcast the first episode i did was with my sister and then i did a couple just by myself mm-hmm. and that was one thing that i was like god this is like i had fun but then i would listen back and be like I sound like I'm having a manic episode. That's <laughs> <laughs> I like I don't sound okay. And so I would record like a couple different things and then just pick from there and post. But yeah, eleven episodes in a row. That's I, that's impressive. I'm just I that is something to be proud of. I feel like. Well, see, there's sometimes you're like, what the fuck am I going to talk about? Yeah. Luckily, with the key, but I was, I don't. It's talk a lot about fast food. Yeah. But I, you know, if I haven't gone to amigos that week or whatever yeah. like what are we are you just you can't you eat just arby's all the time ranking stuff you know how i feel about a whopper like the initial one was like ranking the the big fast food sandwiches but then the past couple of weeks you know a general overview of thanksgiving dinner nice. christmas baked goods that kind of shit that's cool yeah that's such i feel like there's so much that you can do with that and also i feel like there's so much room for like um I don't know. I'm always big on like if we can plug local businesses and stuff. Like I yeah. bet you could definitely hop in there. Right, get some free sandwiches yeah, and shit. I know. Yes, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which is uh yeah, yeah, that would be super dope. And yeah, at some point I want to start getting guests on and stuff, but yeah. the, um I guess I'd have to you know, hook up another microphone. What? And then it's an ordeal. But then you've got to book a guest. Yeah. And meet them somewhere. And, and it's hard. It's all to, just I think it's me tough. and you both though, it is hard. Right. <laughs> booking us commit which i feel like i don't typically struggle with that but the last couple weeks it's been like i've just been i double book myself i've yeah it's insane it's dumb um but yeah congrats the next uh so this next episode or the newest one that's out is just kiss so now i talked to claude tyler walsh they had this weird corporate gig that we did on friday and then the next night was a lot different people like kids in the crowd so i talk about those shows and then talk about kiss and then i play every episode i've been putting up like a some sort of live clip at the end but sometimes i don't have a live, anything yeah. decent though so like once I, I put like the first track of that album on there nice the end, for like if people have heard it they can turn it off if they haven't heard it maybe it'll lead to you know, somebody checking it out yeah no that's dope congrats on that though um i will Thanks. say uh a part of uh, a segment that we do. We don't have, this is so loose. There are no segments. Uh-huh. But uh, sometimes we do get questions in uh, through our Instagram account. There is one question. It's kind of, I feel like, on par with what we've been talking about. Um, are there any viral trends that make you mad? <laughs> um, there's things, I don't know if they'd call it viral trends, you know, it pisses me off when somebody puts something and it goes, and go. It's like, fuck you. Wait, wait, if wait. They'll be like, oh, I'm looking for a restaurant to eat with my, take my wife out tonight and go. Oh, it's like, you prick. I know what you're you're just about. assuming that all these people yes. are going to do that. 
And like I'm in some of these food review groups, like there's like an Omaha Food Lovers, and there's one also like an uncensored one, and people will all put this. Anybody that refers to a sandwich as a Sammy, fucking that pisses no. me off. Or they'll be like, my hub's got this. Hubs or hubby and a food review, that kind of shit pisses me off. But I want a list of the Facebook groups that are reviewing Food Review Omaha. And also making those... And the fact that there's an uncensored group is really funny yeah. to me, too. And then sometimes people try to censor in the uncensored group and be like, <laughs> I thought this was uncensored. I can't talk about this bad waiter we had or whatever. <laughs> That's great. That, um, and a lot of it, I just... like I'm old, obviously, like we talked about. I'm like just discovering Instagram Reels. Yeah. That shit's huge. I, I love are, that. Reels are the thing, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, and also I feel like... I. I mean, stuff that we promote for this podcast like gets way more traction on Instagram than it does TikTok. It's all weird. It's I don't so even know weird. how to log into my fucking TikTok. No, don't. It's uh, yeah, TikTok is gonna be banned in the next two months or something. That would be. I, I would be so relieved. I would be because I'm I like, mean, oh, I need to be doing this. But I'm like, if you could just get rid of the whole thing, <laughs> like, that would help. I uh, would be happy if it got banned because I would get a third of my life back. Really? <laughs> I, uh, I spend way too much time. I'll do that with reels. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. But it, it, the algorithm's so weird. It's like I know. I've liked enough of that kid doing the the dance. <laughs> and then he's great. I've liked a bunch of those. And then I've liked a bunch of the surprise, surprise lady too. Oh my gosh. Like in the past two weeks, in the past like week and a half, I haven't seen either of those. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. You watched them all. Yeah. Uh, have That's... you seen the Guess My Fart? I love to Guess My Fart. Let's see Guess My Fart. Guess My Fart's like a couple. So, well, if we were sitting here and I had to fart, I'd be like, Guess My Fart. And then you'd be like, whatever. And then. If I happen to have the like, so then I actually fart sometimes the ones that really, you know, get a bunch of views or the ones I see are with like the people that match them and they're shocked because you don't know what a fart's going to sound like before. True. I guess that actually makes sense. I, yeah. You yeah. can't give them a hint or anything. No. And every once in a while, the guess is just like, it's exactly what it is. It's pretty incredible. Wow. I actually am very intrigued by that. Um, I do want to check that out. Because, yeah, I guess what when you look at someone, what do you think it would sound like? And then you just go from there. Yeah, well, these are people that know each other. Oh, they'll be yeah. like couples getting into a car or whatever, and they'll just be like, surprise me, like, hey, guess my fart. <laughs> Sometimes like, Pah. and then every like, Pah. the matches are amazing. And I, but you don't know how many, uh, you know, outtakes there are, how many videos have they recorded where they're not matching. <laughs> well, I think we know where your other videos went. They just are massively replaced with guess my fart. Yeah, but for a while, if like the surprise, surprise would be amongst that, and I don't know what happened. I've always felt like um, this is not this is not a dig or anything, but the Instagram reels have always it's like a delayed TikTok. It's yeah, like everything yeah. will pop up through TikTok, and then it'll it'll be popular on Instagram like two weeks later. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Let it cycle through a couple yeah, times. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I uh, as far as like reels and like promoting stuff, I also heard that YouTube Shorts is kind of the move uh, for okay. promotion and that stuff. Like people will will watch that. We'll have to try to make some shit. I know. I yeah. finally, it took me an hour and a half yesterday to figure out how to pull audio from a YouTube video. I don't even know. Oh, uh, yeah, I wouldn't know how to do that. Like, but Joe, I, don't, I hope I didn't download something that's going to charge me like <laughs> fucking 40 bucks on my Apple account. I finally got the audio. It was through QuickTime. I'm like, I didn't even think oh, QuickTime was still a thing. Uh, that's what I was using to do my stuff before her dad. But yeah, QuickTime's pretty cool. I Yeah, I still wouldn't know, especially if I had no like ownership of the video i don't even know how i would pull i just learned how to screen record on the laptop oh nice yeah i know <laughs> I, would, I would have no idea how to do that because you can't like swipe the corner it's a lot of googling i feel like a lot of thank god that i can google all my problems and also i can ask grace um yeah that's huge of, yeah because yeah, I'll ask, like, I've got friends that are good at that stuff. And I'll be like, how do you do this? They'll be like, oh, you just watch a YouTube video. And like, do like, I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't work that way. The only time I've ever stopped doing that, there was once we were trying to hook up an, uh, just like an Xbox up to an older TV. So I Googled, how do you do that? How do you hook up an Xbox to an old TV? And the kid in the video was like 11. <laughs> and I'm like, there, I'm not, I'm not watching this. That's fine. If this kid can figure it out, I'll figure it out. That's really funny. <laughs> that would piss me off. It took me longer than it would have if I just would have watched the kid. But like, no, I, I, I think I can do this. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I love that. Um, 
We are kind of rounding down uh, towards the end of the episode. I want to say thank you Hold again. On. Hey, for thanks for having me. Agreeing to come on, um, if you want to, this is where I pass it off. Which you kind of already plugged some shows, but if you, there's other stuff you want to plug, um, where people can follow you, where people can buy your albums. Like yeah, that. thanks. Um, yeah, it's on my website, nixallens.com. I'm gonna have some new merch up there too. I found some of these like on demand, yeah. on demand merch plates. I'm working on some uh, hats that just say sandwich nice. sandwiches just across the top, like embroidered and shit. And, That's dope. Yeah. So everything's there. I've got the link to the podcast and all the social media and everything. I'm excited to see the there. merch because I've only seen the uh, license plate oh, yeah. holder and the koozies, I think. You mm-hmm. do, yeah, you do koozies. Yeah, and this on demand thing, I think it'll all just be online. But buying t-shirts and shit, it's expensive. It is. If you're going to get so, a decent deal, you get it hundreds of dollars. That's so nice. So it's like people, you're they're buying through and ordering the t-shirt directly mm-hmm. from. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing. Because I feel like I see people buy bulk of like the merch yeah, and it's like if you're not selling it, and also it's like the amount of sizes. I don't know. There's just so many factors, and right. That that makes it so much easier. But, totally. Um, yeah, we will definitely plug the website and things like that, so people can. Again, the next window, please, is the podcast. It's up on I think most places. Most platforms. There are podcasts. Awesome. Somebody was like, "Is it which one's going away?" Uh. The Google maybe. Oh, Google Pod. Yeah. Which, if you're a Google podcast, okay. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you're... I didn't even know it was a thing. Same. But it's like, you know, there's just so many other options. Yeah, somebody had asked about it. Then I went to Google, and it's like, oh, you got to put in this all this coding. I'm like, I'm not a fucking programmer. I don't I'm know how this works. I'm not doing it. Yeah, so that... And then, um, yeah, I'm on with uh, Todd and Tyler every morning. Dope. Yes, we will plug all those things so people can find you. Cool, thanks. Um, this other, is fun. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I am looking for... I Did you record the live episode with Will? Yeah. Okay. I yep, it's all, it's, I think it was with the fourth episode. Let's go. All right. I'm checking that out. Will cracks me up. Yeah. Um, he definitely knows his fast food. Oh my, when he, that's what made me laugh is when you posted about like just announcing the podcast, he s- took screenshots of his phone. Yeah. With all the apps of all the restaurants. That's all it was. That's so funny. It was like all fast food and maybe like one gas station. Yes. And I was worried about him. <laughs> so then I'm also like, dude, let's, <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> Well, like, the good thing though is that it's not his main home screen. Like he has to swipe oh, over <laughs> once or twice to get to all the fast food apps. So that was kind of a relief. I'm like, it's still not good for you. But, still but yeah, I, I guess there's relief knowing he doesn't just open the phone and that's what he sees. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking forward to uh, checking that one out. But um, for any listeners, please follow uh, Nick Allen and also follow at Just Jossin Around. Um, and be sure to submit questions and I don't know fun things you want to see because we'll bring it up on the podcast live and sometimes the person I'm talking to will give a response it's cool all right I think that's I think we did a podcast all right all right thanks for having me (laughs) of course a Huda Media Production